It's the Manopause Show with Bobby and HD. And we are back, back again with Peter Pan, but not with Bobby. I, uh, Bobby has been called away on uh, extended, at least one day, doing something else. And so I, we had uh, left off our hero with giving us a little bit of a backstory on for lack of a better term, sugaring, sugar daddy, sugar baby. I know he likes to call it by the longer name transactional relationships, but either way, uh, if you've gone this far and haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it so you can kind of hear the buildup to how he got into it. But we're going to dive more into once you made that decision to dive into the sugar world, some of your experiences, uh, we're just going to kind of talk organically about it. And if you want to, you know, you can take it in any direction you want. If you want to be anecdotal storytelling, great. If you want to give tips and have them take out a pen and paper, <laughs> both both men and women, because I think you yeah, were so ready like to write a book before, for it, right? Yeah, I thought of it, but it is controversial in society because the society automatically two-dimensionalizes pretty much everything these days, especially, and especially when... Explain what you mean by two-dimensionalizing it. Okay, I mean that they flatten it out in a way to take the nuance out, and all relationships are about nuance. So even as I spoke before, if someone was listening and went through it, they could easily say, you know, oh, this is just a quid pro quo type of arrangement, and, you know, guys putting out cash as a standard sugaring thing, and a woman's putting out sex... And in that kind of a case, it's basically prostitution. It is prostitution. And so if you pull out any kind of nuance, then that's what you would make it. And so this is... What, what percent, I'm sorry, but what percentage, if you had to guess, are these SDSB arrangements have... A version of escort? Yeah, sex per money. Again, depending on how you look at it, I would say probably 50%. But that doesn't mean that 50% of them are actually prostitutes and johns or escorts and whatever they would be. Um, well, and, the, and those are that. They sometimes use those sites. Absolutely. To, yeah, so it's let's pro- take them yeah. out of it and just assume that the world we're in are the civilians, what I call them civilians. They're not mm-hmm. pros, quote-unquote, right. but they're... Totally okay with the idea, just not directly head on because they get a little triggered by being called a quid pro quo escort type. Correct. But they are open to it and they know that that's at the other end of the bargain potentially. So what percentage would you say that is? Um, My guess is that if you take out the rest, now we have 100% of the pile that aren't pros. Exactly, yes. (laughs) Um, So now we're talking about people that, on the female side, you're saying, correct? You're asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I have a feeling I know what the male side is, but it's not as high as... It's not as... Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. But no, let's stick with females. Okay. So ask the question again then. What percentage of those arrangements with the non-pro do you think... There are a lot of things and variables, but ultimately it becomes a money for sex type of arrangement. So, Or sex is always happening and money is always exchanged. Maybe like not to, directly. I, I, okay, so I think, I think of all sexuality as a continuum. Everything, whether it's kink, whether it's uh, 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 libido, whether it's, you know, you have everything from, you know, on the kink side. Well, let's not even go there. Sorry. I almost went there. But let's just so do we need we to are. define what sex so, means then? To so, you? well, in a way that you sort of have to define what is um, 
uh, what is desire? What is relationship? Okay. Physical intimacy. I I don't want to just because I'm not one that says sex means fucking, even though I know ubiquitously that is typically what people think. I don't want to get too nuanced with this. No, where, where so sex so, in any broad term correct, is involved. Correct. So and where I or any money in broad term is involved. So That's a good point. I think yeah, and I think that this is the critical Bitcoin. Point. <laughs> well, no, I didn't mean that. I meant you know, is taking a trip. I, know, I, I agree. I know. Right? That, that, that value and, can come in all sorts of Correct. And this forms. is where the exchange piece comes. It is what is value? What is it that people are we'll transacting? Get into that. So just basically money for any I, form I, of I, sex. I understand. So I don't personally like to think that way. And, of course not. And so in the, I wouldn't say of course not, plenty of people do. No, I know. The reason why I, you haven't even I answered my question, I'm trying okay. to go with a point to this. Okay. Just just give a, a straight answer to what you think that is. And then I ran it. We're going to get into why that is not probably as high as people think it is. Because okay. that's where I'm kind of so, headed with it. So, um, if what you're asking is, what are the percentage of women that realize or desire that what they're going to do is... Well, actually, no, it's not even with women. It's just the arrangement. What percentage okay. of arrangements so, okay. so here's of non-pros okay. is so, sex for money? I personally say that there are as many arrangements as there are people, and that every arrangement is nuanced. And that you can't generally, in the center of the bell curve, the bell curve being 0 to 100 and the center being 20 to 80, that in the center of that curve, meaning the, the largest amount of people, um, uh, uh, are, are, are not, especially women, are not really directly thinking of it in that way. Doesn't mean that there isn't going to be an exchange, that they're not looking for support, but they're not going into it thinking, I understand, I understand right? all okay. that. I'm going to cut all of this out. Because <laughs> I agree. But let's just get Good. a percentage of what you think ultimately, and it may be zero if that's where you want to go with this. But no. okay. what so, percentage is you think is there a... Have you ever gone into politics? Because you'd be wonderful at it. <laughs> by this time, the interviewer from NBC, you know, Nightline is going to move on to the next question because you've fatigued them enough to go, all right, forget it. We're going to go on to another one. Uh, what's your favorite color? Well, is that in easier? In a way, it's because you're, you're asking. I agree with that. I agree. No, I understand, but you're trying to pigeonhole me, even though you mm -mm, agree. It's not going to be a pigeonhole. We haven't even, that's not the, it's not a period at the end of this comment. It is a comma. And we're going to go with it. I'm just trying to lead down a certain path. Not to trick you. I just know that that is an expectation out there. And it's I, my point is, and I, you know, I'm going to say it. Because okay. I, I don't want to put you uncomfortable where you don't even want to give an answer. I think that it is about 50%. Where, uh, and yet I think the per percentage of what a lot of women, well, certainly guys think it is, I think is on the higher side than you would think, or maybe lower than you would think, and that women, their perception that that's what this is all about is higher than it actually is. Because I think that a lot of women just assume, oh, here we go again, it's going to be sex for money, and that's what triggers them when somebody starts to bring it up. Oh, no, I'm not an escort. I'm not a prostitute. This isn't about sex for money. Even though the conversation starts to wind its way and in an innuendo way, yeah, it is going to be about intimacy. That I, there is going to be expectations that I would like to get physical, and this is not just a platonic pen pal type of thing. But I give a number of 50%, meaning I think that's lower. The public that isn't involved in this 
is probably assuming they hear sugar daddy. That it's means 90%. some. Yeah, that the, the, the dude is out for sex, and that's all he's looking for. And, and you'd be she's surprised. Out for money, and that's all right. She's looking right. For. My right. point was going to try and make yours. I just wanted to get with a, a set baseline that, in my mind, it's right. a lot so, lower than you might think. I would agree with that. I think it may even be lower than fifty, but let's just put it at fifty for sake of discussion. And that that isn't mean that 50% of the women out there are basically just what's the number? If it's enough, I'll fuck you. No, but no, that's not that's it. Not at ultimately, all, when yeah. everything boils down and the residual, this is about a guy wanting intimacy, physical relationship, and, and a woman looking the woman some needing support, some, support some kind of support to help them through exactly. either a targeted or a long-term sustainable. And now we can get into the breaking news. That is not what... Sugaring is really all about. That's it is much more transactional relationships. Right. Oh. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm right. sorry. I, t- I told you earlier on that we're not going to use that term, <laughs> and I did. Yes, you did. And it's okay. The world does. But to me, it, words it, are agnostic, it, as Bobby yeah, always says. It's, it's just part of the. To me, it's very. You know, the sugaring is very directly about money, and the reality is, in my experience, there's been numerous parts of the relationships that I've been involved in that had really nothing to do with financial support, but had to do with other things. Helping people write their thesis was one of them. Um, just, you know, being being a general kind of what I would think of as a, a good friend. Mentor. Mentor. A physical help. Advice, yeah. Helping them put things up, moving things, just being there for them. So are you saying that sugaring, when somebody uses that term, that typically does more mean that... Sugar equals money? My perspective. That's the way I spin it. I don't know whether it does, but that's because it does that in my mind. I like to stay away from it because I because I just don't think that way. It doesn't mean that there isn't a financial component as there is in my life. Most of my life to dating, because most of my life I've been the one that paid. Even with guys, not that I was wealthy, but I just am generous and I, I don't really care. I don't, my life isn't about making money or keeping money. It's just about money as a way to get there. So to me, so you've like never been a be sugar shared. baby to a sugar mother. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't be good at it. I mean, I, I, you know, because I don't like to tell, I like to give, and that's my way of providing. It's part of my way of feeling of service. You know, it may, it may be a, a fault of a fallacy of some type. I'm not saying I'm not, you know, suffering there in some way, but now you never hear of the sugar mother sites. That's a different but, direction. We and, should have that as another discussion. And, and that's kind of the gigolo there. thing or whatever. And maybe yeah, it spins around that. that. But I, anyway. it's interesting that it, like, it's got to be out there, I'm sure. Well, it's actually part of the same sites, mostly. They do go both ways. Yeah, there you go. Me just too. The, just that the percentage Gender is neutral. smaller. Goes okay. both ways. Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's different for men than women. And if anybody says differently, then the reality is why are, you know, why are 99% of sex workers female? I'm talking about at least a, a, of, a, of heterosexual sex workers. You know, the, the, there's a reason for it. Ultimately, yeah. there's a difference between men and women about how they are sexually and what their desires, needs, and where they, where they will go with it. So... And that's why most of sugaring is considered that way. We just, we come from, whether it's the way we've been built as a world, but the male is the provider and the female is the nurturer, whatever that is. That's just the way that we've been, whether it's we're raised, whether it's animal, I don't know, I'm not even going to go there, at least not in this discussion. But 
there's always been a component of providing or of being. I mean, some of it is emotional support. And often that's what it is because I do connect emotionally. I've always said, even though I have a very uh, specific and sort of high caliber, I would call it, of what attracts me, and physically that I have, a, I have certain types of, of, of uh, appearance that are very important to me, but it's not enough for me. Even though I'm a highly sexual Scorpio and I have a high libido, way too high maybe for my age, but, I, but it's not worth it to me to get involved sexually with a woman just because I'm physically attractive. It has to be more than that. It doesn't have to be a lifetime relationship, but I do have to feel that there's a connection. Whether you call that sapiosexual, whether you call it uh, you know, emotional sexual, whatever it is, I have to feel something that I want to spend time with this person. That in between whatever kind of sexual experiences we have, we want to hang out together. And personally, I'm highly kinesthetic. I like to be with a woman that's very touchy, even in a non-sexual way. I like to hug. I like to, uh, to hang, to be. So whether it's a short-term connection, whether we're coming together for two or three hours, or whether we're spending days together, I want to want to be with this person. Doesn't mean I want to marry the person. I may want to marry the person, but that's not, to me, an important factor. And I would say that in most transactional relationships, that's the important distinction. That most women that enter the site, taking the sugar piece out, taking the financial piece out, you know, whatever percentage that is, that most of them are, they'll say right off and mostly either directly in their profile if they're together enough to write a good profile this way I've got too much going on I'm either you know I'm a student I'm a mom I'm a um, you know uh, whatever their life is I, I'm not at this stage ready for a standard traditional type relationship but I have needs and I have desires and I'm looking to share with somebody that and then from there, I've been collecting profiles. They're amazing the way some people write about what they're looking for. And it's the kind of thing that you read and you're like, wow, you know, they're whatever. I need. I'm looking for adventure. I'm like, you know, some of it is really standard. I like long walks on the beach. I like to go to the museum, a lot of things like this. And there are plenty. It's the same thing as in the real world of, of, of traditional dating. You're looking for some compatibility, I guess is the simple word. And, and that compatibility comes in a lot of ways, but I like to think of transactional dating as a place that people can state what they want up front, each of them, honestly, if it's being played right, and determine fairly quickly whether they are likely compatible, and if they are, go forward, and if not, move on to someone else as opposed to the old school, what we call traditional relationship, which is often based on projection, expectation, false hopes, unstated desires, because there's so much fear and so much of a life of, you know, uh, the Prince Charming, somebody's going to sweep me off my feet and or she's going to be the most amazing creature I've ever met. And people are, they don't generally come together completely honestly. There's often very big withholds that happen in the dating experience and when they're coming together. And I believe, and what I've found for me experientially, is that in a transactional type of a, of a um, interaction, you're able quickly to determine, are we likely to be compatible? 
although I don't speak about it, you almost feel as if you could even talk about libido. What's your frequency, if that's important to you? You can talk about anything if you get the right connection. And if it turns out you're not talking to somebody else who's a scammer or a liar, and there are plenty of those out there. And there is a, you know, that's a whole separate discussion. There is a part of the world that you do have to get used to online dating of any kind and specifically transactional dating, what works, what doesn't, what works for you. The parts that I try to counsel on, and in effect I do because I'm, I, I've been doing this now for five years and I interact with many, many young women or women in general. Uh, I don't interact with other men because there's no direct interaction other than people, you, you know, the, the, me, the, yeah, you, <laughs> that's right, that's, that's right, other than you, who, who the one dude with a button that says secret arrangements on it, that's right, the one time in the wild, and I passes up the five or six hotties on the way that's to right. you, exactly. we locked eyes and, and yeah, it was forever, that's uh, it. it is, connecting, no but, chemistry though, just connection, yeah, it's all just connection and great connection, so, yeah. you know, but but, but um, you had started about talking about the the expectations of Prince Charming, but in a, in a transactional uh, yeah, interaction. Okay, right. So so the point is that you know in this interaction that people can have, if they're being direct, they can describe what they're looking for. For instance, how much time they want to spend together, or and even you know how much time you know whether this could go somewhere. Are you looking for something that is more just? intimate connection or are you looking for something that does include uh, you know travel and overnights and and get you know more of a standard type relationship what I can say again is that for most women that I've encountered they're looking they'll put in the word NSA they'll put in the word non-monogamous or consensually non-monogamous um, or something like that some will say monogamous there are plenty that are, are looking for a single monogamous relationship but it's more open to sort of a poly type lifestyle, I would say, or at least people that either may have, a, they may even have a primary lover, mm -hmm. um, or they may not, but they may want to be open to that. But the bigger piece isn't even so much whether or not they're looking for monogamy, it's that they don't want somebody that is controlling them. Yeah. They don't want a standard relationship, they're trying to be able to say in advance, I'd like to be involved with somebody that when, when I'm with them, I'm really with them and we're just going to have joyous times. And then when we're not together, when we don't really have to talk that much. Yeah, I, I found don't need a lot of hand-holding. Whether in sugar or transactional arrangements or not, independence for your mate is a, a huge it's a huge. When you, I use that word when I'm just meeting civilians online, not even for sugaring. I... I I want them to know, and my line is usually, I, I, uh, I'm in control, but not controlling. Meaning, I, I'm sure of myself. I've got confidence, especially in the bedroom, very, you know, dom, all that. But I'm never going to control you. I'm never going to exactly. be. Exactly. And you like to call it, I think, sometimes passive dom, or there's other... No, I have other... a word for it. I call it non-alpha dominant male. <laughs> yeah, well, can't you shorten that? Isn't there some acronym we can use? <laughs> yeah, let's see. It almost a sounds like NAMBLA, which we cannot a use. D... <laughs> M, N A D M. Natum. <laughs> up and Natum. Up and Natum. <laughs> Love it. Um, so fin finish so, your talk because I have a, yeah, a follow up okay. question to my original yeah, one so, that I want to so, get so, into. So, so, a big part is that, you know, often women will say, I have a very busy life, but 
I, but I don't have a lover, you know, or they're not generally directly, but they'll either intimate or in some way or, you know, say, I want intimacy in my life, but I don't want to be controlled is yeah. ultimately what it is. I'm right. looking for something. And so often that's a piece of, and this is why this is hard. It's, it, I would say that the percentage of women on the site that are open to a sexual relationship, but that want to have it in a way where they don't actually want to have it, meaning they're open to it, but they'd rather not have it. I would say that percentage is very low. That's my experience. That the percentage of Good women, news, guys. Yeah, the, percent, <laughs> the percentage of women that are on there that are open to a sexual relationship, there is a decent percentage of women. That Bad news, guys, you can blow it pretty easy. Oh, yeah, there's a good percentage of women on there that don't really want a sexual relationship. Yeah, a woman said to me a while ago, I said, what's your ideal arrangement? You know, do you want to go to concerts? Do you want to hang out for long terms? Do you want to, are you just looking for some connection? What's your, you know, and her answer was, well, I'd like to have $10,000 a month and only have to yeah. hold a guy's hand. Yeah. She literally yeah. just said that. And I said, is that because you really don't have a libido? You don't have any interest? Or do you already have a lover that's covering that? This is not side? rhetorical. You actually asked that no, question. No, because I literally asked yeah. that question. I said, because I wanted to understand, were they coming from a place of thinking that they were just going to have to be with someone they didn't want to be with? Or was they were, were they a person that just really had no interest in sex? It wasn't really something that they, they wanted in their life. Well, they hear about it, and they're out there. The guys that just literally want an escort. Back in the early Absolutely. days, a companion, they, they are either intimidated by, can't have, are a second, whatever it they is. Have no game, have no ability. Yeah, and, and, they, are, they, and they, they just cannot perform. So they just, they've just cut it out of their life. And all they want is, is the, their, their lonely heart, and they just want somebody to talk to them, make them feel, you know, hold their hand, show them off, arm candy. They're, they're there absolutely Actually, there's a lot of that. A ton of I would of say it. that probably in arrangements, it's in the, my guess is that it's in the over 20% range. 20 Good news for you girls. You know I mean? For those that just yes, really want to. absolutely. And, and I, right. I don't want to, I don't like the scammer that tries to just be the fin dom. I'm all about the money. Although, if that's your, the lane you play in and you have guys out there that are totally fine with it, that's what Fendom is all about. They're into that. As long as you're stating fine. it. As but long as you're stating it. There's women that are just trying to play the game. They're yeah, leading, leading on, on the, and preying upon our vulnerabilities. And, that, it's, yeah, and it, it, it's huge, unfortunately. But the bigger piece, unfortunately, is that there's a lot more men in the arrangement game that are playing those games. Yeah. And I find it to be pukesome. I don't know what the word is, but I, I, I actually want. To, I wish I could go to help young women avoid it because I've heard so many stories. Right. I have heard stories of physical of rape, but they're rare. More stories by far are guys that understand that women don't like to talk transactionally. They know how to play the game. They will come in carrying a keychain of a Maserati and show pictures of their boat, their quote-unquote boat. Mm -hmm. They'll maybe even take them, they either take them to a fancy hotel or they'll take them, if they go private at all, and always meet in public, always make sure, no matter what, you want to know what is the connection. But most women have difficulty, they're not trained to talk transactionally or to talk about what the connection they really want. They're thinking, even if they're in this type of a world, they're thinking much more of a 
wow, this guy's rich and he's already saying he's going to take me around the world or he's going to buy me all these things. And they're not thinking directly. And this is where this is hard because you go back to a standard relationship. What is a standard relationship? What is somebody looking for? And yeah, this is a glib statement, but I'm not going to say it. So we all have something that we're looking for, right? A man may have an idea of a particular look. He may have an idea of a particular amount of intimacy. This is sort of, again, I'm two-dimensionalizing men and women here. It's not only this by any means, but this is part of it. And women may have something they're looking for, whether it's, you know, a guy that's got a helicopter or he's a doctor or uh, something about the man that is something that's in her mind is going to be the provider or the excitement or the adventure. So in a standard relationship, you often have situations where men are or women, there's a percentage of it the other way around, but often where you know men are taking, you know, taking their 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 lovers around the world or to some exotic place and everything else, and there's sex involved. Is this sugaring? Is this money for sex? Because they think they're going to be together for three years or 10 years. They think it's going to be long term, but in fact, they break up right after the trip. Did that become sugaring just that they didn't know it at the time? I think it's an arrangement. It's a transaction. It's a I transaction. Think, yeah. And yeah. it is, but most people don't think of it no, that way. No, not consciously. Yeah. It's not conscious. So mm. all this is, is consciousifying it. It's right. making it. Ooh, I like that word. <laughs> I might entitle this segment, consciousifying sugar transactionally. Yeah. And so now, because now, because <laughs> many arrangements are this, I've met women on the site that are, they've got houses, they've got high paying positions, money is not an issue for them, but they're looking to meet a guy yeah. like a Mr. Gray from uh, mm-hmm. right, uh, right. 50, yeah, 50 Shades, Shades of Gray. Yeah. And even though it, some, they, they may think that there's some of that that has to do with the BDSM side and the being taken, the reality is it's the jet-powered helicopter and the yacht. They're looking for something not because of the things that he's going to buy her, but of the lifestyle that he can provide, right. the people that she's going to meet through him, the kinds of experiences that she's going to have that she's not having in the, her life at this point. So this is a transactional type of connection, even if she's dreaming that he might marry her and take her away and it's going to be the Richard Gere, whatever, you know, the what's the pretty, pretty woman, woman yeah. you know, maybe that's the far end of it. Mm-hmm. But she's not starting as an escort. She's starting as a, 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 as a professor, you know, oh, or that. Okay, yeah. And I've seen this. I mean, there are very successful women that are that are clearly just as there are not wealthy men that are still there for a good reason. I happen to be one of those. I like true connection. I want a true connection. Punctuation mark on the thing you brought up a little earlier about watch out women because there are more. This is if any of the sites. This is where the preponderance of scammers, catfishers, whatever you want to call, are are male. I mean, it yes. is, and 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 there are reasons why. We just just trust us that this is what happens. It's a very real thing. And I thought you were going to head the put put the punctuation mark is oftentimes they they project that lifestyle. And so and they're not really it. And then, and then they, they overpromise and underdeliver, oh, meaning thank you. so I never finished the, the allowance uh, at the end of the month you're gonna get five thousand dollars. Oh great. And so 
you, you, the gal's fucking him all the time, and they're probably being taken out. Maybe it's a rented uh, Maserati. Well, let me or, tell you the story. And then at the very end of the month, direct. they I bolt. Pro- I probably heard this more story. More than anything else, I, I've heard this story over and over, where they just are crying because they have given themselves up to this person, and that person has ghosted them. And meanwhile, they had a nice little sexual fling for a month. And it's fucked up. But it happens a lot more than you... Yes, but I would like to punctuate it even further. You're absolutely right, but it doesn't usually go more than one day. It's not a month. Usually what happens is this, and I've heard this story in different forms over a hundred different times, literally, from women that this has happened to. He seemed amazing. He was telling me all of this stuff he was going to do. We're going to travel around the world, or he's going to get me this. He's going to take care of my college bills. He seemed so amazing. We didn't really make any exact agreement, but we decided to meet. And we met in person. It was fabulous. And he drove this really nice car, or he, ha- he showed me pictures. It's usually something like that. He didn't, you know, but he was well dressed, good, whatever, you know. And then we went back to his place, and he said that, you know, he couldn't go to his place, so we had to go to this, whatever. Or, you know, I don't know if it was his friend's place, but it might have been his, whatever it was. You know, nice place. I felt good. We hang out. We had some drinks. You know, I didn't ask him because he told me, you know, and then, you know, we ended up having sex. And then ultimately the end of that story is I never heard from him again. He ghosted me. And in the meantime, there are different versions of what happens at this point. I did finally ask him, you know, are you know? Are you going to help me Where's out? Where's my you little know? sugar? Yeah, I'd like yeah. a little something. You know, whatever. And and he will have said one of these things. Oh, I forgot to go to the bank machine. Is okay. one of them. Yep. Um, oh, I'll get it for you next time. I'll give you more. Uh, but the biggest one, which is the most amazing, was I just thought you really liked me. No kidding. Oh, That's number one God. family feud answer. Yes, the number one answer is I didn't think you were that kind of a girl. Wow. Even though you met on a sugaring site <laughs> yeah. and he's been promising you all this, now what he does is his justification, and this is alpha male fuckhead, turns it around and not only did he get free sex from you, <laughs> he's making her but he makes bad. it your fault. <laughs> right. A classic. A skunk by any other smell is still a skunk. Scumbag. And a scumbag. Yeah. Well, this this is hopeful, helpful for... The females that, you know, God love you for wanting to get into this world. By the way, I don't think we've all talked about that there are way more in it than you might think. Yes. I mean, just Google it. It is a huge deal. It's like porn. Everybody talks about it. or Everybody does it, but nobody talks about it. Yeah, and so this and this is different. And I would say that the majority of of women are on the younger side. They, I've seen women up to seventy. It's, it's all over the place and all shapes and sizes because there's somebody for everybody. Don't believe that you need to be a certain thing, but just know that it is true. That's called that, sugaring. That's called saccharin, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that's from the guy side. That actually has. A oh, I think meant the women were seventy. Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Yes, but but, well, but, God, but God bless your grandma. You know what? If you can, can I see it out there, and I'm sure that it's working. It's there's a percent. There's something for everyone. Okay, but the majority are younger women, sure. twenty to thirty-five, and men that are of some kind of means. You know, but what that means is. Is you know what does that mean? It it can be anything. Sure. So yeah. my particular because I don't bring a lot of wealth to the table, but I bring 
something different. You know, I try, I actually do care and I actually do want a long-term connection. I'm not in it. It's not that I don't want the sex. I absolutely well, want okay, the I'm sorry. This was oh. the point I was going to make in the very beginning and I don't want to lose your train of thought, but I do want you to address, and I, I don't mean to gig you on this, but if you say the one thing that is a must-have in your arrangement isn't physical intimacy it, you would never have a long-term arrangement with somebody that physical intimacy sex wasn't a part of? That's not exactly accurate, but I'll explain. Have you? Yes, had I where, do right now. Well, a long-term. Yes. Where you have are but exchanging money for somebody and there's never intimacy involved. Supporting, I should say. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. As a matter of fact, color there's, me wrong. There's, a, there's a young woman in Honduras right now. She is in a funny place, but I know her through okay. a friend. We have not physically met before, but she's having some issues. I do know her family in this case. I'm and this just isn't just taken. philanthropy. Well, it is sort of. It's philanthropy. Are you attracted flirt- to her? Yes, it's philanth- okay. philanthropy with flirting is what it is. Okay. All right. So do I hope that it goes somewhere? Yes. But she knows exactly who I am. She knows the, the, that I have lovers now. She, this isn't, she's not hoping that this is, you know, and I've told her, you know, there's a, a good size age difference. Honduras, may I remind Honduras, you? Honduras, so long, but I've been the, there three the, times. The likelihood. <laughs> I have been there three times. So okay. understand right. it's not, okay. um, you know, I, 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 I've traveled a good amount. But can life. you continue your thought and then we okay. probably should wrap it up so yeah, you can get so out of Yeah, so the point is that, and, and the, but there's more so women that I've had some sort of intimate relationship with, but that I still continue to help long after the intimacy has has disappeared, and even after I know that it will never reappear. I don't have a lot of money, so I have to be really careful. I can't help people, but this is my way of giving. I love giving, I love being of service, and I happen to love women. And so this is one direction. It's not only, I took a formerly homeless guy off the street four years ago, and I've given him shelter for four years. And And there was no sex involved in that. (laughs) Some people may wonder, but... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, this is why we need to have yeah, a speaker no, exactly. or a studio set up. <laughs> so we don't have, yeah, Bobby so, does it all the time, creaking the, tables, yeah, tapping. So, I mean, but, you know, this goes into the thing of my ex saying, you know, you flirt with beautiful women. I said, yes, but I also flirt with old men. I flirt with everyone. <laughs> I just, I, I'm a, As I'm a HD is moving his chair away. <laughs> exactly. Turn around and back hey, away slowly. <laughs> all right, so, let's. Let's, uh, we're going to wrap this up because right. you, you, I think you have a uh, quote-unquote date tonight that we need to get you I do, in fact. Too. Yeah. I do. So, um, and as a matter of fact, there will not be any sugar and there won't be any sex. But there you're hoping the there future. will be. I'm hoping there will be. You're dancing around be. the issue, but sex is an no. extremely so for me, it's big very part. big in my life. It's that a huge correct. part. And uh, you can always find the exception to the rule, and I don't mean to no. So here's, pin, here's the point: pin it, you down. So but no, so it is true that for me personally, I won't start generally. I will not generally start down a transactional relationship path or an arranged relationship path with someone where I don't believe it's possible that we are going to be intimate. Meaning right. that somebody that I'm not already attracted to right, in right. more than one way. And that I don't believe is open and interested in having that with me. But that doesn't mean that I may not start giving to them in some way right. long before we actually 
get into an intimate and or that I have had many situations where I have given in different ways, both financially and of my time, and there never was ultimately an intimate relationship that consummated for right. Well, I'm going to give you the last word on your last word, which is, uh, it is not, we started with this, it is not about sex. No question, it's a part of, but you springboard maybe off of the physical attraction, because as you said, that's the first thing that you're attracted to, but it has to be more than for me, that. it does. And not only for you to get a connection out of it, you, like me, and you're a Scorpio, I'm a Cancer, I have to know that that female in any relationship, and I haven't sugared since I got booted a few years ago, <laughs> so, so I need to know that they are, that I am helping. I'm actually that the equation is a little bit more give than take. Because that drives me. That's my arousal, is how much I arouse them. And I know that's a big part of you. Absolutely. It adds a lot of grout to that tile around and, and pads it and makes it more of a yes. whole relationship. I, I, I need to be desired. I yeah. have no interest in being with yeah. somebody just because they need me financially to be there. It's not, If that's the only reason for them being there, I don't want to be and you, there. And you test that. I, I you're, you're always... Very, very uh, conscientious of that very. because if you're if you see feeling like there's a little loss of desire for you and there's something going on, you pick up on that right away, and it sometimes can bother you yep. to the degree of oh, I don't know if I want to continue this. That's right. And the biggest challenge, maybe we'll do this for the next time, is how are you able to assess that without directly asking, "Do you still desire me?" You know, and you're a very feeling person, so if you're not feeling the feeling. You got to always try to figure out what the source of that is, and it may be just something completely out of your control, and it has nothing to do with their desire of you, just their time of the whatever. But if it truly is that they've lost that love and the feeling, that I'm might out. be a dealer killer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Dude, yeah. Totally wow. Cool. I think this, this, the second half was longer than the first half, but uh, well, maybe it'll be a third half. It's so. I, this is one of my favorite people <laughs> in all the world, and I've never given him money. For anything uh, sexual. Until today, that stack of Wait. bills there. Thank you so much, Wait. my brother. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not falling asleep around him. Yeah, but don't think I'm putting that. <laughs> yeah, but no, you see, I just true, did. <laughs> a true, true friend. He and I think a lot alike in these. And we have some amazing uh, talk about Sapio, uh, ethereal conversations about sex, relationships, sugaring, civilians, all that riled up into one. and. My brother, it's about time My we brother. had you on air. I can't wait for your book. We'll get you on the book tour. You'll start off your book tour right here on the Manipause Show. I look forward to it. And it's a good it's beginning, about time you I'll need to get it published. I know. All right, man. All right. Have a good one.